0: Hey guys, my name is Denesia.
1: and my name is Faith. Welcome back to season three of Taipei black girls.
0: We're discussing all things adulting, living in new cities, working our first big girl jobs and of course all things that come with being type A black girls.
1: We hope you enjoy. Episode three y'all let's go. Yeah, let's get right into the RBT. Uh, Dinesh, you're just looking real good. Uh, for our new listeners, um, the rose is something good that happened in your week, but it's something that you're looking forward to. And your thorn is something you really hated. It, and it's like, bro, for real? So, Dinesh, what is your RBT?
0: Okay, y'all. So my RBT, so my rose is that um this past weekend, so this past week was my birthday weekend. Period. So I was trying to find moves all weekend for real. I went and saw Lil' Uzi on my actual birthday. Love his it. little 411 self could barely even see him standing there. He had a whole posse of like six plus foot people all around him, and his little 411 self was just standing there, like only sung about a couple songs. A Boogie with a hoodie was in the corner and did not know that was A Boogie. He could have been walking down the street. I would have never known. And they played like, they played one of his songs, but I do like him. So I was like, oh my God, A Boogie. Um, So yeah, Lil Uzi was fun. And then Saturday night, I went out to a Drake night. When I was explaining this, like, most people were confused and I I can kind of understand it. But basically, it's just a night where they just play all Drake. It's Drake, yeah. Drake. They're like, is Drake there? No. I went to a Drake concert. Drake is not in Brooklyn, <laughs> <laughs> you not know, frequent, he's not there. He's in Toronto and LA.
1: Mm-hmm. So um,
0: yeah, so it was a night where basically they just played Drake from like first album to last album. It was so good. Like wow. I, it just made me realize how much I love Drake. Like there's no one touching him. You argue with your mom. I don't care. There's no <laughs> one touching Drake. Like he, his discography is just amazing from start to finish, like features, it started at like eleven and they went to like three or four a.m. Like he had that that much to work with. And it was it was popping from the start we got in there till we left. Um but I say that to say parties in Brooklyn are different. That was one of the best parties I've gone to. I'm not even gonna lie. Like compared to the parties I used to go to in Vegas and stuff, it is not touching it. Like everyone in there was on the same energy. It was all for the most part, it was all black. Like wow it was crazy, like most of the parties that we go into in Vegas were usually, like, kind of multicultural, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it was giving a, a mixer. Like, we could have been on a picture of, like, diversity on, like, a university. Yeah. Like, but, you know? Like, I don't know. Like, for the most part, they are Black, but there was always a, a few. where you, this, yeah. was, this was, like, basically all Black, and everyone yeah. was just vibing. Like, it was so good. Everyone knew the words. Because I was wow. like, listen... If if a song come on and it got a Nicki feature and they skip the Nicki feature, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. And two, if they play the Nicki feature and y'all don't know the words. We need to do better. As mm-hmm. honestly, even though Nicki been disappointing me lately, yeah, if you know you know. Yeah, it's a rough day to be a Barb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rough day to be a Barb. Oh, um, but yes, yeah, so that's that's one of my roses. I had a part two rose because I know this has been a long-standing struggle. Long long and hard trials and tribulations (laughs) i've literally been fighting for my life to find an apartment and i finally found the perfect apartment thank the lord it's so cute like i just can't wait i can't wait like i move in soon can't wait i get the keys like literally i already got the keys but like officially going into it i can't yet but when i do i'm gonna be elated because it's beautiful it has a like a nice little view and stuff and yeah Shout out to my realtor. Okay. I'm not gonna drop his name because I don't know if he wanted to be name dropped. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I can. I don't know what that's I don't know what the rules are on that. Um, but yeah, shout out to my realtor because he's the GOAT. And if you do or you are moving to New York and you need advice or tips, DM me and I will send you his information. Yeah. Um, okay, my bud, I'm getting to see my co-host very, very soon. We're not gonna say too much. Not gonna say too much say too much but just know we may or may not be in the same city soon like that yeah, really yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's really good. yeah um and then my thorn is that the rat count no World's about five no that's five I mean, too many five, and that's five like in my like in my eyesight range and you know i'm blind oh uh, yeah okay. if you know me i'm blind and i'm deaf i'm really helen keller up in here like i can't hear <laughs> I, all, all weekend, I was like, what'd you say? Like, I could not see, I could not hear, like, oh my gosh. It it's, I, I really be struggling on a day-to-day basis. Um. So this is five rats that I could see in my range. And I was in Central Park yesterday and they were just running rampant. Like they paid bills. And what? one was like running across the sidewalk and there was a man sitting on a bench with his wife. And they, why did they start throwing their sandwich at the rat? Like, <laughs> Like, it's a duck. Like, you can just feed it bread. No. That rat tore that sandwich up. <laughs> rat had a whole bacon, egg, and cheese, like, to himself. That's insane. And, like, I was still, like, in the area. Like, like I was sitting on the bench near them. So I saw this whole thing go down. Why, when the rat finished and went back for more?
1: Well, no. Nah, I would have...
0: Because now you have a pet. He's not going <laughs> to leave you alone for... Like at all? Like now, he has been found a consistent food source. You should oh. have put on your, your your sandwich at that at that rat. Whoa, he was a bigger rat, so you know he's not really feeding for food. Like he probably, you know, <laughs> he eats well. <laughs> I was just so sick. Like, why would you do that? Oh. Um, I was hoping he wasn't gonna take his little big tail self over to me.
1: Yeah,
0: he wasn't getting nothing over here. Oh, that's sounds- um.
1: Yeah, so that's been my life, Mom. What about you? Okay, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop on Danasia's two rose trend. Uh, my <laughs> first rose is I was a bobbed builder on Sunday, like from like four p.m. No, I woke up, had like a, a walk for a, for heart disease. Then I got my nails done. Then I came home. No nap. No nap. Okay it was like bus club another club but it was like Adul- adult things i built my bed from scratch everything came included y'all if y'all want a Kennedy p bed i um hit up hit me up and i will send you this link it came with i was hammering i was screwing it came with all the tools moms i was screwing stuff on backwards and having to redo it i was <laughs> on the floor most of the times just defeated for real but i finally have like my ten year old dream bed, and I can't wait to get decorative pillows and like fill it up with my squishmallows. And really, I'm hit I, every paycheck. I'm healing my inner child more and more, and that's what it's all about. Truly, truly, she she's like jumping for joy. Like when it came, like honestly, I was laying down and I was like, "Girl, like you." Like the thing is, we moved every single year of our lives, so me decorating. Me actually having something that like, I, like I knew I was gonna leave realistically, so there was no need to decorate, and I low key didn't even want to decorate this. Like my, y'all know, I didn't want to get a bed. I was gonna be on a blow bed. Like I told that girl,
0: you are not sleeping on a blow bed for a year. I just won't let it happen. If I gotta get you a bed, I will. I just can't have you sleeping on a bed and no bed, just canopy. That's not happening. I told her it's not happening. Like. I-
1: I sure did one. Uh, what's those things called? Um, what are those things called? <laughs> the granola girl that that they hang, not a canopy. Um, a hammock. There we go. Oh yes,
0: yes, yes, a hammock. Yeah.
1: Um, but that that's one of my rows. My other rows is I've gotten like really close with my friend that I met. Honestly, we have these things called ER rows, and basically it's like are you are you a part of the lgbt are you a part of like hispanic are you are you a connected black professional
0: like like employee resource groups
1: thank you thank you yeah we have those and i met her there um i was like oh she's black i'm black we're both new hires met up with her and she ended up living literally two minutes like maybe a honestly like a, a seven minute walk if i walk slow so we we chilled all weekend we met up like she was like oh like you're actually you can be really chill, and she's like, "This is this like your real personality?" Because I have realized I like assimilate to what I think yeah. they want, you know? Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so I'm like, oh, like how are you gonna be feel the most comfortable? That's how I'm gonna act because right. I'm a You're unintentionally marrying people unintentionally mirroring people, and that's what I'm doing. Like for example, I know a lot of people do this. If I'm in the a car with a black person and they're like, "You got ox," I will click on the on the. Playlist for if I'm in the car with black people, it's totally different from when I'm in in the car with white people. Like totally, because I'm
0: like, yes, I'm gonna play whatever I'm in the mood for. (laughs) Yeah, listen,
1: because guess what? I'm driving,
0: or if I'm not driving, you gave me odds. I'm playing what we be listening to. Summer today, I don't care if it's a room full of guys. You will be listening to Summer Walker today and SZA. I don't
1: care the way I be playing like people from like the UK and stuff. Like I'm like, I just really don't know if like this is really gonna work. And I don't want to be selfish. Like I'm gonna play something that like I know. Like I'll play Meg. And she was like, she was like, oh girl, like what do you what do you really like what do you really want to play? And I play my music. She was like, I listen to that too. I said, oh girl, why do why is our favorite chips both hints of lime and jalapeno kettle cooked? Like, like <laughs> we, no, like she was like shut up. And I was like girl, no I'm for real. She's like that's all I eat.
0: Period. I love that. And also, let's normalize Black people listening to more than just rapping R&B. Bro.
1: Because
0: if I want to listen to um some Calvin Harris, I'm going to listen to Calvin Harris. If I want to listen to Arctic Monkey I said Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Arctic Monkeys,
1: I'm going to listen to the Arctic Monkeys. Like, you don't if have to like, listen to one genre. If I... The thing is, I don't try to pigeonhole, but the thing is, I try to be accommodating. And I'm like, okay, well... If I can do a cute Meg, a mix between Meg, um, all the rap girlies, like, I have that. I play my workout playlist because that's the only time I listen to rap. And I'm, like, realistically, when I'm in the car with, the, like, with people, I'm going, we're going to parties. So, like, that's my automatic, like, that's the playlist. But yeah, if I'm playing Florence in the Machine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, that one would have got me because, you know, I didn't know
1: Florence nor the Machine. Didn't know she had a machine. I said, who is that? I'll play I'll, I'll send you one of her best songs, and that was that. Dog days are over. If you know, you know, bro. That jump... Hey, I didn't know that was Florence. That was Florence. Dog days. Yeah, that's the one. The dog days was over in elementary. Anyway, my <laughs> bud is I'll be a city girl very soon, as in being in a new city. My man is not going anywhere, but yes, I will be seeing my co host and it's just gonna be a fun freaking time. Got the like, out package already here. Fashion Nova already here. to period listen waiting for my boxes to come because
0: if you know i'm working i don't have all my boxes yet so i'm really working with a limited wardrobe and it's taking me out because i don't have my i feel like i'm not at my full charge self like <laughs> i don't know like you know like when a when a superhero don't got they, they suit on they just don't feel yeah. right like that's what i feel like i don't got my suit on like i need my whole wardrobe here like i just can't take it so yeah i'm patiently waiting but until then the packages keep coming um, my neighbor, okay, so the way that, like, the packages come, they come mm-hmm. to one door, but there's multiple units in a door. In, yeah. In the building. But they I- only deliver to one door because that's the first door that you see when you walk up. Why did my neighbors put a freaking sign up saying all Thompson packages, stop delivering them here, put them in the back door? Oh, I said, was it really that bad? Like, I didn't really I just thought, you know, like I just got here, and I'm not trying to go walk a mile to the to Target. Like uh, I'm gonna order on Amazon. Yeah, they put a whole sign up there and said, "Do not ring the bell. Do not, not put all Thompson
1: packages. Not name dropping. Name dropping. And there's multiple people in this building. They only put my name. No, I would be so embarrassed. I'm <laughs> sorry. Humiliating. No. Really,
0: and I only know because I went up there to go get a package.
1: Mm, sick. I would throw. I'd <laughs> be like.
0: I'm sorry, but actually not. Anyways. I almost, um, I almost ripped that, that thing off. Like, you know what? Because I do tell, I tell on my deliveries, I specify to deliver it to the back door. They just don't read the special. It, yeah. Like I wasn't doing it to be inconsiderate. Like yeah. they literally just don't read it. And they still be dropping packages off despite the note. So like, I don't know what to tell them. But that's that's neither here nor there.
1: Um, <laughs> And my thorn is, I have two thorns as well. I signed up to walk. 10,000 steps for a week for a moving challenge for my job and I was asked to be a part of it, but I didn't know what 10,000 steps. I just thought it was like, just move, you know, and maybe you'll <laughs> run a prize. No, it's whoever as in the, in the groups of four, in the whole world, I'm seeing pictures in Paris, so I know it's the world. Um, <laughs> it killed me. I woke up at 5 a.m. I was hurting the whole day. The tops of my arms hurt, the back of my knees hurt, my toes hurt. Everything I was struggling, and second, Thorn uh, she, the reminded me because she said she was Helen Keller. I don't I think I don't know if I said this in the Miami blog, M- Miami, um, what is it podcast episode, but I just kind of lost hearing and like half of my hearing in like one ear, and it's not back yet. It's like, still not back, not, it's still not back, and literally, like, w- and I and I noticed it when when I put in headphones, it doesn't sound the same, like, it's scary, it's scary. Oh, yeah. And literally, I was talking to my friend, and I was like, and we were in we were in TJ Maxx, and I was like, hey, like, can you talk to my good ear? And I was like... <laughs>
0: <gasps> good ear is crazy, because how old are you?
1: I know. I didn't go to the doctor. So like, like my good knee, like. <laughs> I don't know. And I was like, I was like, well, maybe there's, like, a pill so I can have, like, hearing. And I was like, well, that means nobody will be deaf. So <laughs> you, that's not... That, yeah. Got there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but let's get right into the topic um, of today. We're talking about learning to love your body. Um, we never really got deep ever in our body types. I know we, um, I talked about having an eating disorder um, early during COVID. And maybe we talked on clothes here and there, like fitting, but nothing this deep. So yeah. let's start off with Deneja, what's your body type? If you guys have never seen us before don't even know what we look like, let, I, we want to describe it to you guys to give you guys a visual.
0: Yeah. So we thought it, yeah, it'd be best for you guys to know what we're like, what, what you're working with when you're like imagining us that way yeah. you understand like where our stories are coming from. So mm-hmm. my body type, I'm like five, three, um, five and a half on a good day with some nice shoes on. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that, that was unnecessary, but I just felt <laughs> that he got in there. Cause I feel like five, three is just not going to cut it. I need to be five, three and a half or five four.
1: Okay.
0: Um, have has been a very skinny girl. Um, really skinny growing up and like, to the point where like, people be like, why, like, why are you built like that? Like, do you eat enough? Like, Mm. girl, yes, I eat everything. I just have a fast metabolism type of thing. Um, I, my weight has fluctuated between like 115 to 120 since I've been in high school. And I haven't made it past 120, even though I be trying, I really be trying, like drinking protein shakes, the whole nine. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just, I kind of accept it now that that's just really, that's just how I'm built. Um, yeah. always been an A cup girl. Okay. Sometimes B sometimes. Really? B. Yeah. Sometimes B. Okay. Depending on, like sometimes B uh, yeah, I don't
1: those, during, that,
0: during those, oh, I'd be so happy. I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We go to Victoria's secret tonight. So <laughs> literally, yeah, that, that's really how I'm built. Um, also we've always talked about being double cheeked up. I feel like that comes up a lot on mm-hmm. our podcast, but as a joke, but like real life, I always had a little sun back there. Always. Always had a little sum back there. Because if you've seen my family, you would understand. Yeah. They are double cheeked up, triple cheeked up. Like, it don't make no sense, actually. Yeah. Um, I felt like for the longest, the gene just skipped me. But I think at my age, I have the shape. I just don't have the weight. So my mom was built the same as me back when she was my age. And she just said, it just come with time. Like, you got to wait for your grown woman body to come through. Like you yeah. know, we have separate. We have two puberties. Like your second puberty is usually when that's going to hit, and mm-hmm. I just obviously haven't hit it yet because I think it's around like 24, 25, or sometimes earlier, depending on like yeah your circumstances. Um. So yeah, if I'm wearing a bathing suit, it's like okay, like she got a little sun back there, you know. If yeah. I, you can see it, but if I put on some pants, it's like where'd it go? Mm. You know, it's that type. I feel like you're truly thick if like you can put some pants on, you can see it in the jeans, like fit. Yeah. It, you know? Um, but yeah, Faith, what's what's your body type?
1: Um for me, I'm five four. I'm honestly I don't have a scale because I with my OCD I will hyperfixate on my weight. Um mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna assume I'm around 125. I could be 120, who knows? Um I've but I've always been to, before I had my like 20 pound weight gain during COVID, um, I had always been told to like you need to put some meat on your bones. Um, but now that I have me on my bones, I get comments on that too. So really, you can never win for real. Can't win. Um, I've always been an A cup, size zero, and then when COVID happened, I was now my I'm on like a and COVID slash birth control. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know who to blame for real. Um, I'm now. I don't know who to slap. slap. Not really stuck low key. I mean, I mean I had to get a lot of new clothes, but and more so pants, but I'm now a B cup. Um I can tuck my shirt like oh, we'll get into that later. Um and <laughs> <laughs> but I I've always dropped at children's place, like middle school, elementary. When when it got to high school, I was like, okay, well we gotta, you know, because I mean children's Place had the adjustable straps. And if you yeah. know, you know, okay. And I was like, this is God's creation. And, and justice didn't have all that. They, either you or they did it listen okay and i and i got over justice pretty quick like my grandma was like do you want a hundred dollar shopping spree at justice or Route 21 come on now come on now <laughs> i swore i was grown bro Route 21 Route 21 it was the first place that had like double zero triple zero and i was like what mm-hmm. oh my goodness bro those are my magic pants i i used to call pants that i actually fit me didn't and didn't make me look like i had a diaper on magic pants like yeah Ooh, I love me my I love my magic pants, oh my goodness um <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of me, but the nature says, and i do i do definitely agree that we definitely have our perceptions of our body swapped,
0: yeah, so basically like faith like she's always thinking just because she had like her weight gain, like just because like you know you just have your grown woman body come in, like weight gain yeah. is gonna happen. Faith always feels like she looks bigger than what she is and yeah. I always feel like I look way smaller than what I am and mm-hmm. I agree on the weight thing like meant like like weighing yourself doesn't really do anything for me because it's like how does the weight look on you like yeah. one thing on one person can look totally different than another person so like yep. we have swap perceptions where I feel like I'm too small and skinny and she feels like she's too big and in reality mm-hmm. we just we look normal but like our perceptions in our head like I don't know if it's body dysmorphia. I don't know. I think that's such a serious thing that I don't want to label it as that. But I'm like, I will walk past a mirror, multiple mirrors, and feel like I look different in each one. Mm. Now perception of what I genuinely look like
1: way back. I mean, during, during my dark ages, I definitely didn't know what I look like now. I I'm cool with how I'm built, but I definitely do feel like you think you're smaller. And I'm like, Oh, I got a little something. Like I can hold my butt with one and a half fingers. Like, yeah, <laughs> hands on my knees for real. Like
0: I'm, sh- I'm shaking it, okay? And we can-
1: when I jump up and record it in slow motion, it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's moving. <laughs> it's moving. It moves. It got a little commotion back there. So, but yeah, back there. But if you but if you see me with baggy pants on, just don't look. <laughs> yeah
0: certain certain pants i'll be like we this ain't made for us this
1: isn't moms i took a picture next to kelly and kelly's one of our closest friends and i said don't post that <laughs> her butt compared to mine because she's a bodybuilder oh not really but she is and i'm like i'm like please don't post that like literally waste up do not yeah. i'll and, that, that.
0: That's it, and
1: that's all mm-hmm. that's it and that's all um but the back to our point um when do you think you were the most insecure about your about your body
0: um, I'd say, and you know, I really hate admitting this because I'd like to say like, oh, like BBL era didn't affect me and like, whatever, whatever. But like the peak of BBL era, like, I don't know when that was like maybe 2019, 2020. I don't yeah. know. I mean, it was like very in for people to have like big butts and not necessarily saying like you needed to get a BBL to have that, but it was mainly like this like era of like slim thick. Like if you're not thick,
1: you, you're they not never-
0: Yeah. Um, I feel like my during that time, my weight was fluctuating so much, like I would not stay consistently one weight, I would start gaining weight, and then I would lose it. And nothing was really happening besides just stress. Like I was just so stressed out during that time. And I wasn't consistently eating. Um, It was just a really bad time. So I feel mm-hmm. like during that, like, on top of me already dealing with my weight fluctuating, and then seeing all the time, like, this like, thick, 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 all online and all these celebrities <laughs> getting BBLs and changing their bodies, like, it was just yeah. a lot to take in, and mm-hmm. I would hate to say that, like, social media would have influenced me, but I for sure never thought to get a BBL, that's for sure, because some no. of them was crazy.
1: And scary, like, the, the death rate? No. The
0: proportions? Mm-hmm. in the Between the proportions and the death rate, I was like, yeah. I don't think it's worth al- altering your body, but it definitely did make me feel a little down sometimes, because I'm like, yeah. bro, like, my body is not the type that's being praised. Like, you know, it can take a toll on you, especially if you see people talk about like beauty standards and what they consider beautiful. And if you don't look like that, it doesn't mean you're not beautiful, but it doesn't make you feel good about how you do look. So I think that really did it for me. Um, Definitely BBL era, even more so than like in high school, because I think like, I I was in high school 2016 era when, like, um slim thick was so cute. Like, remember that song? Mm-hmm. I feel like that was the start of, like, the slim thick era. But even then, I don't think it was as bad. Like, I still feel comfortable in my body. And I'll get into this later. But, like, I was playing volleyball and stuff, so I was always really active. So I felt like if I'm working out and I'm putting in work into my body and I look like this, like, there's no changing it. You can't change how you're built, no matter how much you work out. That like, part. How your body is is how your body is. So me being active and like constantly working out really helped me feel more secure. But the fact that I wasn't going to the gym and the fact that I wasn't like investing in myself really kind of took a toll. So that was definitely when I was the most insecure.
1: I see. Um For me, it was during COVID. Um, I was crying just thinking about my body size because I had always been a zero double zero triple zero. I've always been going to put some meat on your bones and then um, combination of birth control uh, over overeating of fettuccine Alfredo and just the stagnant uh the stagnant lifestyle of COVID. Um, I went through my second puberty and, and honestly I might even have a third cause I low key feel like once you have kids, you go through another one. Um, yeah. I had never known what a size three or a size five was. And I didn't want to look in the mirror because I, I held some weight. Like I, looking back at pictures, wow, I look like Voldemort. Like I was so sunken in, I was so sunken and it was bad. And I finally had a weight in my face and I was like, I look like a pumpkin. Like I, I didn't know. It Like, I didn't know who I was. And, like, to Denaeja's point, looking at myself in the mirror, I didn't want to. I hated it, it. Me neither. And especially when you look at a mirror, and every mirror you look
0: in, you feel different. Or We're you different. look in the mirror and you look completely different than what you look like on camera. Like, there was a point where I genuinely did not, until to this day, I don't know what I look like. Yeah. To other people. Okay. And that's scary. Um, just, where, where? Where am I? Who am I?
1: Yeah, and, like, And then you have like your family members saying like, oh, you, you got, you gained some weight, like, and like, I, like, I was like, I I definitely like, I was just, I I was filling out everywhere and I didn't know how to operate. I didn't know how to operate as a size five, seven girly in Fashion Nova, the amount of returns. I went, I had, I, I met, I ordered a whole bunch um, of jeans and in, in size zero returned it size one, returned it size three. Cause I wasn't in denial. I was like, there's no way I'm in a five, seven finally ordered size five. And I was like, these fit me. Mm. It, it, it didn't even, it felt like a revelation. It felt like somebody was playing a trick on me. I was like, there ain't no way I'm a size five. I ain't never been. But then I realized I was like, it's because you've always been a hundred pounds. Now you're 115, 120. Yeah okay mathematically the math is math yeah yeah so that was me but the thing is like i was crying so badly like i would just think about my body and just start bawling and lola would get so many calls like sweets like like i just don't feel so good about myself and it's your significant other your supportive family members can tell you you look good you look good but if you don't feel it
0: (sighs) listen listen, it's hard to overcome that especially like Even with family, like, of course, like, you know, your mom's going to tell you beautiful. Your family, like, the people that you expect to tell you that are going to tell you. Mm -hmm. But until you feel validated by yourself, it's never going to hit. Because I can be told beautiful, I'm beautiful all day long. But if I don't feel it, I'm not going outside and I'm not looking in the mirror. And I'm not taking up pictures.
1: Not taking, oh my, yeah, that was, that was a very rough era for my Instagram. Not many pictures were getting posted, barely to the story. And that's not for me. Um, but moms, what are some triggers that may or have made you insecure?
0: Um, I don't know. Okay, so this is an iffy thing, because there was that point where I felt insecure in my body, but I was never feeling like, I don't know, like, I would see people that would have, like, the body type that I wanted. And I wouldn't feel threatened. I would just feel like, damn, like, it would make me want to, like, eat more or work on myself, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. like It wouldn't make me like, feel any type of way towards that girls kind of just like why not me that feeling
1: Mm, I see Um,
0: and I think especially like if girls if I saw girls especially down south that were like homegrown thick like greens Mm -hmm. and cornbread type like the type that you'd be hearing about in like the songs and stuff it was kind of just like it felt weird for me because everyone else all the other women in my family look like that and I started Mm -hmm. to feel like the gene just skips me like Hmm. Like, I just didn't get that. And it was always like, why don't I look like that? Like, I, I should have had this and I don't look like that. And then I started contemplating like, okay, let's say I did have that body type. Would I be like, why am I not skinnier? Like, will I ever be satisfied? Is it the body type or is it just me? Is it that's just the nice. that confident in what I look like? So yeah. um, I think that definitely did it for me. And that's when I felt the most insecure when I realized that no matter what my body type is, I might not ever be content with it. I can have the most perfect body that I think in my head now. And then I get it and I'm still not satisfied. Like Mm. that's a deeper issue than just, oh, you want a big butt or you want big boobs. Like that's not it. It's really how you perceive yourself. And I think my perception of what like a perfect body is changed a lot because in the early 2000s, if y'all remember, having a big butt was not really praised, at least in like TV and media culture. I yeah. would say, depending on the type of media, because I think more white spaces, like I remember specifically watching like shows like Mean Girls where like Regina is trying not to gain weight and yeah. she gets bars and she gains weight. And it's the it's the worst thing on the planet, right? Where you hear like in other like shows if you were watching them and they were white characters, like having a big butt was an insult. Mm-hmm. And then if you listen to like, like songs, like I'd be in the car listening to rap because that's my family would be playing or something. And they'd be like, oh, she got a big butt, she thick. So it's like this weird thing where I was like, I don't really know what type of body I even want because I'm kind of seeing both sides of the spectrum. Yeah, And it's crazy because now I feel like in white media, now you see these white girls be having BBLs and butts. Yeah, Like what? it's no longer a bad thing to be skinny. I mean, mm-hmm. it's no longer a bad thing to be bigger. Like yeah. they want some meat on your bones. And even in Disney Channel, you see the way that like people like Raven, Raven, when I look back at how they dressed her compared to the rest of the Cheetah Girls, I don't know if you've seen that, but there's a comparison of how they dressed bigger girls on Disney to how they dress skinnier girls. Yeah. they had her dressed like she was 40 years old to like hide the fact that she was a little bit bigger. And yeah. made it seem like her and many other characters made them seem like they were fat on TV. When in reality, they were just like normal sized. But since they weren't stick thin, it was an issue.
1: And I feel like that is the... Way of life for a lot of girls that weren't skinny growing up because if, like, they didn't have those sizes really, like at Route 21 and Forever, mm-hmm. low key, it was more so like jc Penney's, Marshalls. And yeah, it's like and you,
0: it was obvious. I mean, you have to go to a plus size to get that plus size,
1: yeah. And then honestly, Torrid kind of got a little bit bigger on it. I feel like middle school, high school for me, but also that's like honestly, looking back at those Torrid clothes, those aren't good, that's not a good at- alternative either. Exactly. Or is
0: it an obvious difference between the sizes, which I think like when you think about it, if you go into a store separate, like having separate sections, like like the plus size being on a whole separate floor, like yes. it's honestly so in, in, ingrained in our society that you don't even think about it until you really sit down and think like, why is it the fact that bigger sizes have to be on a whole separate floor from the rest of it? And half the time they don't even have the full selection of clothes oh, no. for the bigger sizes. You're getting maybe minimal. Like you're not getting the full collection. Yeah. So I feel like it's definitely a societal thing. And we can't really change that here today. I mean, if I was queen, mm-hmm. I, would, I, I would make some changes. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, um, I can't take Lizzie's place. So until Everything. then, gonna... <laughs> we got to deal with it. But yeah, I just thought it was really interesting with media because growing up, the way things have changed. Big boobs and skinny skinny bodies and low-rise jeans was definitely the era of early 2000s for at least what I would see on TV and like white culture versus like what I would see on BET and like one of and Park where that wasn't the body type that was
1: being praised. But it but it's kind of coming back. The it's honestly just recycling like the low waisted, yeah. big boobs, little waist. Yeah. That's coming back again
0: back. And I'm just like, that's insane. Because think of all these women that might have been struggling with body issues. And it was their choice to get a BBL or get surgery to fit this like mold of like a body being trendy. And now
1: the body's out of style. Like that's crazy (laughs) that a body can go out of style. Yeah. And it's uh, it's I, I saw this thing and it was like when rich people do things, and then like people who like get money, just like not out of nowhere, but then get money, but are like on like the regular people status. Once rich people see that they are doing that, they're like, okay, well, I gotta switch it up because I can't be like the common folk.
0: Yes, like it's too accessible now. So now mm-hmm. it has to—you gotta do something that's a little more
1: um, exclusive. Yeah. So revert back. Take that boob. Take those boob away. Take this butt away.
0: Because they can. If you're rich enough, you can get them removed. Yeah. But not, first of all, you might not even, if you don't have the money to get a BBL in the first place and you go get one and you're on a budget, it might I'm- not even turn out well anyway. Because if you are trying to be cheap with a BBL, yeah. the thighs not going to match.
1: Tuh. And I've you seen it-
0: And, and that's, that's so unfortunate because look at the death rate. There are unlicensed doctors out here doing surgeries that really shouldn't be or doing surgeries, knowing those women's bodies is not going to respond well to the surgery and still mm-hmm. doing
1: it like a buck. Like, and it's a lot of upkeep too after. Yes. Have you seen those BBL massages? bro? Do you see that they being got to be transported in the, in the trunk? Let's talk about
0: the airplanes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Cause I'm sorry. I'm not having everybody on the plane, get up and, and, and they got to watch me walk down the aisle with my little bag of blood. And I go to the back of the plane and they lay down all the seats so I can lay out. I'm sorry. What? what?
1: I've never seen that.
0: Yes. There was a point where I was watching BBL videos because one of them came on my feed and mm-hmm. I didn't know they had to do massages and they are so oh, to yeah. And I was like, what? So I clicked on the girl's page and she had her whole BBL journey and they literally had to put the seats down in the Uber and like lay out all these towels because she was bleeding all over the Uber. Like, it's just such a big process, especially if you get it to fit into like this mold of what society wants your body to look like, and then for that to go out of style in like two years.
1: Moms. And the thing is, some some of these people, you're, you're supposed to have like be on a good diet after a BBL to keep, you know, the shape. Yeah. Bro, I I don't know if it was Twitter, whatever, or TikTok, but this girl got her surgery, ordered Popeyes to the massage place. <laughs> That's insane.
0: Red beans and rice after a BBL is insane. Because I don't think I'd be in the mood for any of that. Them dry biscuits?
1: Are you no. kidding me? No, 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 no. But let's get back to the topic. My <laughs> triggers that, that have made me insecure one to a hundred times is girls with big boobs. Like, honestly, it's like, dang, girl, that's amazing.
0: Ooh.
1: Big <laughs> boobs, literally like... Okay, but the thing, then I'm like, Faith, like, you don't want back problems. Like, they look so beautiful and so nice, but, like, you don't want back problems. But it's hard because it's, like, they look so nice in a dress. Like, I would love for mine to look like that in a dress, you know? Mm-hmm. But the grass is really realistically greener, as well as a butt. Like, I may say all day that I'm a big body bin for real, but you see me in real life, you're like, oh. <laughs>
0: That's why i be mean, like, you are not big. You're not big so like she i don't know it's just it's how we perceive how we perceive ourselves like how we perceive ourselves now literally never, like had, like she like has never had like you know the thickness but you're not
1: even thick no this, it? it's literally me going from a size triple zero to a size five seven and my brain doesn't know how to process it so i'm like which right. yeah. is an
0: average for a 22 year old
1: yes but it's like it's it's such a, ch- a, a a way a change of life a change of my way of life, of it I've known is um, but also girls with butts. I'm like dang, especially when you know it's homegrown. Yeah, like oh, girl. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'd
0: be feeling like that if like like like. There's been points when I was out dating around where yeah. I'd walk. I'd be walking around and I'd be seeing a girl with a big butt, and I'm out with him, and I'm like, I know he looks. I know he looks, and I'm <laughs> like, oh, like why? literally why like just go be with her then like stop <laughs> like oh uh, like really on some scissors stuff like telling my booty getting bigger even if it ain't like even if it
1: ain't <laughs> Lola does it every time shout out to him for real <laughs> with me um but i have more than before i was 100 pounds now i'm around 125 but the girlies on tiktok just be looking so good like, it's really just tiktok honestly because like i've curated my feed on instagram and we'll talk about that a little bit later but but realistically as, like, I feel like if a pilgrim saw how many hot women were on TikTok, they would explode. <laughs> we're not supposed to see that many beautiful people.
0: No. And I think that's really what it is. Like, with social media and the way that you can blow up on social media by just being pretty, like, we're seeing way more pretty people than we should ever see. Really. Yeah. Because there's never that many pretty people in, like, one radius. Yeah. You see, like, in Atlanta, you know, then Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> They all be, they be bused down every day. Um, Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel like social media exposes you to so many different people that it's hard to remember that not everyone looks like that in real life.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it kind of feels like the standard because that's, but it's like girl social media, but you don't be thinking that because all you do is scroll and you're just consuming so many beautiful people every day and you think that's really what people look like until you go to the grocery store and realize don't nobody really look
0: like that you might catch a few yeah i'm not seeing the most beautiful people i've
1: ever seen in tj maxx i'm not seeing filters in tj maxx and then i'd be forgetting his filters too that too because
0: if you i feel like you can use a filter but if you, if, it, if it's to the point where you genuinely, you genuinely, if someone saw you in person and they can't recognize you, then that's an issue. Or if you, mm-hmm. if you edit your body, I feel like editing your body is crazy because if you yeah. edit a big butt in your picture and you, someone sees you in person and you don't got that.
1: I would be so ashamed. I'd
0: be so like, I don't know. Like, it, <laughs> I just don't understand. But then again, I don't blame it. I don't blame people because I I feel like if they have to do that to make them make themselves like come to terms with how they look, yeah, that's working for them. And obviously, there's something that they're going through that, if they need to do that, they need to do that. You know, like yes. who are you to judge? Um, Absolutely. But moms, when do you feel like you're most confident, or when uh, do you feel like you're most confident?
1: A nice outfit. Honestly, this is either or. Honestly, a nice outfit. When my hair is done, when my toes are done, eyebrows done, bro. My eyebrows, if my eyebrows are done or aren't done, I will look like a Neanderthal. And my eyebrows don't even grow that much for real. Like the lady was like, You don't really got eyebrow on this side. Yeah. Thank you for noticing thank that. You for that. <laughs> thank you for that. Um, also if my bank account looks cute or credit score looks better than before, like those are like honestly doesn't have to do with my body but like it has to kind of do with my mind and i'll 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 walk with my chest held higher and my head head held higher if i get an update saying my credit score is high yeah um, but what about you moms for
0: me it's the same like hair done nails done everything did really um i feel like especially after a hair appointment i feel like my skin could be going through it like i could be breaking out and the second i get my hair done it's like the best cleanser i've ever had like yeah Acne medication all within the box braids. Like my skin just starts clearing up, face lifted, like just really, it, it's really like that girl. It's science. Yeah. And I would say having a, a fresh set of lashes really does it for me, but I can't say that. And it kills me because every time I get lashes done, maybe I'm just not getting them in a style that fits my face, but I just feel like they do not look good on me. Like I feel like I look better without them and I mm. want to be a lash extension girl so bad because they be looking so good. They wake up on 10, like no makeup, just lashes and gloss. And I just yeah. can't do it. Or I'll at- wake up, I wake up personally because I'm a crazy sleeper and got lashes all over the pillow. Now mm. i got a girl up asking for a fill and it's been three days. Oh. Like, you know, it's just an expensive habit for something that does not look that good on me. Mm. So for now it's hair done, nails done, everything did.
1: Left, left. Now, moms, do you try to curate your social media? And honestly, you can do like Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, whatever, um, to align with your body slash life goals.
0: Life goals, yes. Body goals, no. And okay. I say that because I feel like even if I did try to curate my social media feed to like exclude people who might make me feel insecure, like you can't really avoid that. Like okay. I feel like if, even if on I'm on TikTok, And I see someone that like, oh, like, like she's pretty. I'm not going to, you can't feel threatened by that because it's like, there's going to be pretty people on TikTok. Yeah. There's going to be pretty, perfect people on the Instagram Explore feed. I don't think it's anything that I can avoid. So Mm -hmm. I just, I just work on how I respond to it. Like realizing that if I see someone that's like drop dead gorgeous on Instagram, I'm like, wow, she's pretty, but her beauty does not take away from mine. That's my mindset now. Like just because someone else is pretty does not mean you are not pretty. Mm. you know like you can you can look the way you look and someone else look the way you look or the way they look and y'all can both be baddies like you don't there's no you know like you don't have to feel like just because someone else looks good it means you look bad that makes sense
1: absolutely yeah um for me i feel like i have slowly but surely tried to do it with instagram granted they just be they just be giving me people that i did not ask for but like my high school following to my college following to now, like I've been trying to curate it to where it's people that look like me and not like skinny and not like, I'm talking about black. Like I've, I've tried to curate my feed to be more black and it's honestly helped a lot because it's like, I can't really relate to the, this style of this Asian person person or this white person or, you know, like, I'm like, I can align. I've never really been around. I mean, black people, and now that I am more so, and in my adult life, I like aligning myself with that. It's not really with like my body or like, I like to see beautiful black women. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to dress like her or ooh, I want to do that. Like, that's kind of how I have done my Instagram. Now with TikTok, you know, you you you, you can't win from losing. And listen, I mean, I, I be on black TikTok. I be thinking
0: the sound is trending on, on all of TikTok. I go, there's only a thousand videos and I haven't seen all of them. I'm like, I did not realize I was this deep into Black Twitter, Black TikTok. But it Mm. has helped a lot because it's for sure filtered out a lot of the other stuff that I would have been looking at crazy because I'm just not used to that lifestyle or being around Mm. other people. Like, I just feel like there's a certain energy you get when you're hanging out with other Black people. And that's kind of the same feeling I get when I'm on Black TikTok or Black Twitter. Yeah. Like, it kind of filters out some of the other discussions that be happening where we just don't have to talk about certain things because it's already known. It's like, if you know, you know. It's like, hey, cousin. We yeah. we don't yeah. need to explain. You don't have to over explain yourself is basically what I'm trying to say.
1: No, absolutely. Um, For me, it's like travel, food, hair, plus my friends. And that's really about it.
0: Yeah. And I hate that this Instagram feed, like, it'd be showing you random strangers. Like, who are these people on my Le- feed? Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Like, it's to the point I don't even scroll on Instagram. Like, I might see the first picture, but I'm not scrolling. I'll watch the first. I'll i I'll see, like, the people in my stories, like, the first yeah. five. If you don't cover the first five, I'm not watching your story.
1: <laughs> I'm we'll not. In a few hours.
0: You know, maybe. Maybe once the first five are over, I might venture to the sixth. But realistically, I'm not watching people that aren't in, like, my first couple. I see ones up there honestly because I don't be just like tapping through like that. Um, and honestly, I don't Instagram has become one of my least favorite apps, mm. which is hard. It's 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 rough to say because I just feel like I just post pictures, but there's not really much interaction. And even yeah. with like liking stories now, I find myself getting lazy. Like usually, like, usually, I'd be like commenting on stuff, but now I can just like it. It mm. makes you easy and it makes you not like use Instagram what it's originally for, which is like connecting and talking to people. That part, which I think is insane, but uh, yeah, that's besides the point.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, we did want to make a point that even though we are skinny, um, unfortunately, in society, skinny, skinniness is still the, the standard. We can have body dysmorphia, we can feel a certain way about our body types, but realistically, like, there's nobody like commenting really about our weight, like, on the street, you know?
0: Yeah, and I think we really wanted to touch on that because. Given that we have both been pretty skinny our whole lives, we've experienced the issues that skinny people face in society, but I don't think it ca- it compares nearly in like magnitude to the things that bigger girls face. Like, oh. fat phobia is running rampant in these streets, and it always has. And I yeah. think the way that bigger women get treated off social media and in real life is insane. And if you have, if you want to comment, actually, we're gonna have like posts throughout this next week on our social media. So if you want to comment on like your experiences, that way we can all kind of have an open discussion about what everyone's been through, because we can only speak from what we've seen. That but perfect. it's crazy. Like if you are not basically a bigger girl with a flat stomach and equal proportions,
1: you're not being treated the same, which is insane. Yeah, I know yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, so we just want to say, like, yeah, we're talking about all of our problems, but we understand it really doesn't even, it doesn't take the cake. It doesn't compare. Yeah. At yeah. all. Um, moms, what ways do you make yourself be appreciative about your body when you may not believe it?
0: Um, It really is. I hate that I have to force myself to extremes to make myself feel something. I have but to. I have to. I always think like, if I start feeling bad about myself, I'm like, girl, you will never be this hot nor young ever again. mm you're going to be 70, 80 looking back on your younger days like, wow, like, I was batty. Like, I was really killing it. So I'm like, you need to enjoy what you look like now because you will never look like this again. Like, I mean, yeah. hopefully I'd be, I want to be a hot mom. That's the
1: mm-hmm. goal. That part.
0: 50, like, oh my God, you're 50? Like, that's the goal. But that's like, that's the goal. later down the line, like, I'm never going to be, like, looking like this in 22 again. So why would I sit here moping around about what I look like instead of just enjoying it? Mm. Realizing this is what I look like, accepting it, and moving on. Because un- realistically, unless you go and invest in plastic surgery, there's not really changing what you have going on. Or unless you just start crazy hitting the gym and you taking like
1: protein, Pre- creatine,
0: yeah. every teen they got. Mean? Very rare that you're going to be able to change your full body. So that's yeah. how I that's how I
1: deal with it. What about you? Um, for me, it's affirmations and gratitude. Um, during my, like eating disorder, like, I don't know what I actually look like phase. Um, I was going to therapy and she's like, you really have to like appreciate yourself and give yourself gratitude. And it really helped. Like I am worthy, like things like that. Like you really have to jot those things down or talk and say it to yourself every morning and night until you yeah. believe it. And I didn't believe it for a while. Um, I struggled badly with this during my body disorder phase. Um body dysmorphia phase, but saying it over and over again definitely helped. Um it's really just fake it until you make it. I'm not gonna hold you. Yeah, that's a,
0: that's kind of the the message for this whole episode. Like if you don't feel it, try to put yourself in a mental state or a position where you can start to feel like you're confident in yourself. And that really just mm-hmm. comes with like first accepting that you really can't change much. You can yeah. work what you got. You can enhance your beauty, but there's not really much you can do right now unless you take it to extremes to change how you look. So the best bet is to start off with accepting it and realizing what you do love about yourself instead of critiquing every single part about yourself that you don't.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, This week we don't have any requests from the request calls from the request line. Um, If you do have any questions, comments, concerns, dilemmas. Hit up our link tree and we have a an anonymous questionnaire where you can ask us questions. We don't know who it is um, and we'll answer it every single week. Um, but for the question of this week is, what are some tips on being confident in your own skin moms?
0: Um, my main thing, I think that's helped me um, body wise has just been dressing for my body type.
1: Okay, I realized
0: very quickly that not everything that looks good on the model is going to look good on you. And that's OK. Like mm-hmm. you have to dress to your proportions. So like the way that my body is, like I look good in like um either big pants, little top combo, or like like big shirt, small pants combo. I so see. I learned like like what looks good on me, and I realized that like small pants, small top, it just does not look right on me. Like I kind of look square. I look like a box, low key with stuff right. like that. So I just started trying out different types of pieces. Like, do I like my shoulders out? I don't like my shoulders out. I like my sh- I like my shoulders to be more covered or I like them to look like this. Do I want all my arms out or do I like long sleeves? Like, it's really about finding what looks comfortable and what fits your body type and what flatters you. And for me, that was realizing that BBL couture mm. does not look right on me. Them, them little fashion no dresses with all the holes did not look like they <laughs> look on Jody. <laughs> on, oh. on the Fashion Nova website, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily like I can blame the dress, like the body just didn't come with it. Yeah, so, that's really what it is. And I think developing my own personal style helped with that a lot. And I will yeah. say a tip, if you don't really know where to start, go on TikTok and type in um, different types of like body types for one. And how to dress for your body type. I think if you type that in, you'll probably get a list of recommendations of where where to start, and even yeah. color palettes. Like what colors flatter your flatter your face? Because I I used to be like, how come I don't look good in like really really bright pinks? Like magentas don't really look good on me. Like they kind of feel like washed out. And I realized like I look better in like browns. I look better in like deep reds. Like you have to kind of figure out what works best on your skin tone too. Or like bright oranges, things like that. Um, I think that'll help you a lot. And another tip, if you can, get your clothes tailored. I really recommend getting like, if you don't have jeans that fit you, I used to have this issue where like it would fit my legs, but it wouldn't fit my hips. And like, I would have a huge gap in the back of my jeans. Mm-hmm. Invest in getting some of your clothes tailored. It's actually not as expensive as you might think. Um, I went and got a dress tailored. It was only fifteen dollars at the Loki Laundry, at like the laundromat down the street from my house. And that's only because I asked for rushed for it to be rushed by Friday. So yeah. I think if you get clothes that look good on you, but you think they can look better, go and get them tailored. Mm-hmm. And now you have a, an item that was almost basically made for you. So you will feel confident in it because it fits you perfectly.
1: Period. Um for me, um this I don't know where I saw it or who said it, but the the phrase you shouldn't fit into your clothes, your clothes should fit you. Mm. Oh my gosh, the way I was uh you know bringing it around town and in, into my pants like SpongeBob. <laughs> you shouldn't have to do that. You should fit right into your pants, right into your shirt. If it don't fit you, okay. Well, you know, either return it, give it to your sister or get it tailored, but don't try to fit into it because it's, it's not going to, it's not going to look nice in your body. It's not going to fit your body and that's okay because there's clothes that will. And if you really just love the outfit so much, go get it tailored hot moms or get an, a, get a bigger size.
0: Yeah. And don't be afraid of sizing. I think we get caught up a lot in like, Oh, like this is a, this is this size. Like, Oh, now I'm this size. Mm-hmm. Every- Single store sizes so different. I could be an extra small in one store and a medium in another, and they're the same item. Like they're both a pair of jeans or they're both a shirt. Don't get caught up in sizes. Get caught up in how it looks on you. Figure Mm -hmm. out what looks best on you and go with that rather than trying to feel like, oh, well, I can only order this size or I feel bad because I'm ordering an extra large. When in reality, they just fit so small that if you're not Bella Hadid, you're not fitting into it. So, like, Try to be generous with yourself about sizing, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. I definitely had to come to terms with that because, like I said, I was a Fashion Nova zero. And after many return packages, I found out I'm a size five and seven. And also, to the nature's point, figure out what your style is as well. For me, I'm I'm not an Insta baddie, and that's okay. Um, I'm like a sexy grandma librarian, comfy granola girl. Like, I love a good Birkenstock. I could also be emo goth girl to um with my um platform docs. Love a good oh I've I've wanted docs since middle school. Finally got. I'm like I was I was manifesting docs by wearing clear knockoff combat boots in high school. Like it clear clear. I was sweating. And I was to see. say them things get foggy. <laughs> I live in Arizona, so moms just. Figure out what your style is. I feel like it'll change, but I honestly, I know I like to be comfy. With me, comfy comes first. Comfiness comes first. Okay, I'm gonna Adam Sandler my way through life.
0: Yeah, see, I I try to do that. I really (laughs) try, but I'm not gonna hold you if the outfit's cute and it's uncomfortable. I will be uncomfortable for the fit. I'm not gonna lie. And she knows that about herself. Exactly. That's the thing. I'm a self-aware. So i mm-hmm. i be willing to try not to choose clothes that are uncomfortable that I don't have to sit there and suffer, you know, Yeah. it's but- really about what your, what your general are, um, your general standards are for yourself, what mm-hmm. you like, do you yeah. prioritize the look or the comfort? That's mm-hmm. honestly a good starting point. And I also recommend finding um someone on social media, whether it's like an influencer or someone that you can find on like your for you page. That has a similar body type to you, yeah, and that 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 does like you know fashion or does different looks that you like their style that way you can kind of see how pieces look on someone else that kind of matches your your body type, and you can kind of start thinking about what pieces might look good on you that's what I did personally, and that's kind of how I helped figure out my own personal style was by following someone who looks like me because mm-hmm. if I follow who's somebody that I'm not, I don't want to say Kylie Jenner because I don't really think the Kardashians are a good point to compare yourself to at all. Mm-hmm. But like, let's say like Jordan Woods. Yeah. Me and her do not have the same body type. We got uh, the same birthday, but uh-huh. we don't have the same body <laughs> type. And if I compared everything that looks on her up to me, I would forever be unfulfilled. Like yeah. I need to find someone that actually has my body type and then go from there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like making a compilation of people that we like to you know align our styles with on social media will be good for a post but um let's get into the affirmation of the week um accepting myself as i am right now is the first step in changing growing and evolving when i reject myself i cannot grow and And it's better it's better it's easier said than done yeah let
0: me tell you we're coming to you after we've gone through our lowest points of like Mm -hmm. body body issues of not feeling confident, of not walking past mirrors, of not taking pictures. Like this is coming to you afterwards. So if you're <clears throat> if you're currently going through this, I would say try to di- digest it as much as possible, but also give yourself time. Don't, give feel yourself like you have to, don't feel like you have to come to terms with your body and be the most confident person overnight because it does not happen overnight. It's never going to happen overnight. It's you not like a like, flip. Flip will switch.
1: Proof. Yeah, yeah. Because I'd say t- it took me about six months. Mm, I, to t- I don't even know I I don't having people or in your corner that are supportive and will c- keep on complimenting you through your journey of loving yourself. Mm-hmm. Very helpful. Mm-hmm.
0: And I would say it's not even like um, it's not an overnight thing for sure. But it's also like you just realize out the blue that you stopped feeling like that. Cause there was just like one day where I was like, wow, like I looked at myself in the mirror and I liked the way my outfit looks. and I'm not in, in here critiquing myself to death. Like yeah. it was something that I realized over time I just stopped doing and I started loving to learn to love myself, but it wasn't something that were, I was measuring this goal day in and day out. I kind of just woke up one day and realized I've been on this journey and I'm finally at a
1: point where I set myself. Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I feel like now, I don't know when, where that journey started and stopped, honestly, but I feel like now I feel like I'm the comfiest in my body. I'm not going to hold you. I got a closet of clothes that fit me. If it don't fit, all right. Well, when my sister come visit, visit me, she going to have a whole wardrobe, you know? And that's yeah. what it is. No, Beyonce cozy, for real. That's okay. Real. Okay. Um. Now, with all of that deep stuff, we want to leave you guys with something very fun and light. So um, if you didn't listen to the last episode, we're starting another segment um, on the show called Why Would You Say That? So, Danae, do you want to explain basically what that is?
0: Why would you say that is something that we have said to each other. Yeah. Um, Because we say outlandish things day in and day out that we really should not be saying. And we realize it and we're like, why? Why did I say that? Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, why would you say that is when someone just says something so crazy, you just got to ask them, what made you think that? Why would those, why would that ever leave your mouth? Literally. Uh, truly. And I think we have this moment, honestly, every call we have, I mm-hmm. tell Faith, why would you say that? <laughs> you tell me that. So this is where this originated. Yeah. Faith, you have one for us. Go ahead and read it out. Cause we, I, I don't even think words can describe the statement.
1: Honestly, me and anages friendship started on Twitter and it, it consists. It consistently said on Twitter. I sent her this earlier this week, and I was like, "This is half my." Why would you say that? But Kevin Gates was doing like a podcast thing, and the man was like, "You didn't do that," and he said verbatim, "If I didn't, may God murder my children, kill them today, right now, today." What? A simple dead ass would have suffice. Because <laughs> why would you say that? Like, why
0: would you say that? A simple.
1: I said that, like, or,
0: or, or yeah, I did that. Wouldn't suffice. Kill my, may God murder my children and kill them today, right now. Today, Kevin Gates in general is one big. Why would you say that? Wow, because I have two. Why would you say that? And I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start off with Kevin. Okay. You <laughs> and you saw Kevin Gates go on Carisha's podcast, Young Miami mm-hmm. Carisha. Why did she ask him? She was like, "Did you really mess with your cousin? Like, you was sleeping with your cousin?" What? And he was like, "Of course." <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say that? Of course. And it, I kept on watching, and basically, oh my god, I wish I had what he said verbatim. He was basically saying like they were at a family function. He had been messing with the girl. And his grandma or family and pulled him to the side and was like, "You know that's your cousin." And he mm. said, "Well, the damage done already." So he continued to continue. He what? Didn't stop. They didn't stop because they was like, "The damage already done."
1: No. Why would you say that? But to be like, of course. Like, like, <laughs> like he's he, he shocked. He questioned it. I got. I gotta watch that
0: tonight. Uh, okay. I said, Kevin Gates is a menace to society. We need to lock him up right. <laughs> Because the amount <laughs> of outlandish thing, bend over, stand up on your toes,
1: through your nose. Like,
0: what made him say that?
1: Bro, the way the mom surprised the little kids with the Kevin Gates tickets?
0: <laughs> I said, there's no way they know Kevin Gates songs. Because I
1: barely know his... I can name about two, if that. It, 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 he's the one that sings, Ain't nothing. Cut That? Is that him? <laughs> no, that's not <laughs> Well, then i only got one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's K camp. Listen, it's a K. Okay, I'm close. Oh,
0: my God. Oh my God. That's bad. And good. that's
1: why I play my workout playlist when I'm in a car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, And then another why would you say that for this week? Um, Why was on Instagram and one of these posts said, Burger King be having 35, 35 nuggets for $1.50. That shit is leftover BBO meat.
1: Now, wh- why
0: would you BBO <laughs> meat is an insane no, no insane? Because I for sure used to call Burger King donkey meat because there's mm. a chicken shortage and y'all got all these nuggets
1: for a dollar. I'm not gonna hold you in high school. <laughs> Those things hit, and I lived in like a buck town, bro. And it was like, like it's like a like literally two miles, and then you see a Burger King in the middle of the road, like. I was eating those things up.
0: Listen, I and the thing is, I can't deny like people that be like, I don't eat McDonald's, listen.
1: What? them
0: nuggets and them fries when a McFlurry go crazy. I can't like I know it's not real meat. Because I saw good? a sign, I I remember vividly when McDonald's started selling real meat. Cause they had a sign that said, Now sell now serving white, all real white chicken. What? And I said, Now what was it
1: before? <laughs> Donkey? Donkey. <laughs> donkey and llama
0: meat like shrek for real like why is there donkey meat in the anyways bbl meat i just figured that really fit this episode because bbl
1: meat is an insane term that's crazy why would you say that that was good i'm honestly so glad we came up with this segment because it it just it it wraps everything up in a good little
0: in a tight little bow yeah
1: because yeah This is good. This is good.
0: If you have some why would you say that so you be hearing? Send them to us. Because we yeah. might see them. We might read them out on the podcast. we're not gonna we're not gonna mention your name. If it was you who said it, this is a safe space. Yeah. Okay.
1: Just say just say W W Y S T and send in the anonymous thing if it's really that insane. Yeah, if it's that bad. <laughs> you gotta do it anonymously. That
0: bad, you gotta submit it anonymously, we won't judge. But yes. we will Why would you
1: say that?
0: Say that, yeah, man, yeah, that's good. Um, But we will see you
1: guys soon. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Stay tuned, just for some, just just for some city girl. Just stay tuned. Yeah, because we got some content coming. Okay, quickly too. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Okay, love y'all. Bye. Bye.